collaboration, you know, it's very like, people think of it as like this kumbaya situation, like, oh mm. my God. And then together we went and conquered or whatever, you know, it's not like that. I think it's messy. Hey, what's up? This is Culture Hustlers, where we talk about making a living while making art. I'm your host, Lucas Spivey. I'm a BFA MBA hybrid drifting across the U.S., interviewing thousands of artists, designers, performers, writers, makers, and other entrepreneurs on how the hell do they hustle out a living by selling culture. Do you want to know how to make a living while making art? Apply to our cohort where we learn business together in over 25 states and four countries. And if you need help with tuition, well, we have work study. More details at culturehustlers.com. We record the Culture Hustlers podcast and the docuseries inside the mobile incubator. What is a mobile incubator, Lucas? It's a rolling recording studio inside a 1957 Shasta camper trailer. And I tow it around with a 1973 Canadian disco military ambulance. It's a beautiful work of public art. And today we've got it parked in Tulsa, Oklahoma. We were invited by our sponsors at AHA Tulsa, that's the Arts and Humanities Council of Tulsa, where they gathered over 100 artists and community leaders to share their stories on today's topic, collaboration. We had a lot of questions for Tulsa. Questions like, what is collaboration? How does collaboration expand your creativity? What's the difference between collaboration and competition? And if collaboration is so awesome, then why is it so hard to collaborate sometimes? If it was just my point of view, like that's boring as hell. People are still taking something, even if they're still in it, they're still going to put their own spin to it to some extent. If you see people that are doing a thing and you like it and, and they're welcoming to you and you can come into that space where they are, then I think that opens up something in you so that then you can be more open and it just spreads. You know, it's like the greatest disease alive. We're gonna hear a lot of opinions on collaboration in today's episode, Don't Hate, Collaborate. I really love this metaphor of collaboration as a garden from a woman named Michelle. I can plant the seed, but if I collaborate with others, they can water it, they can bring fertilizer, they might even bring some kind of festive pots for once it grows, something to put it in. I think it's important to brainstorm with people and get their ideas because my idea might not be the end all be all. Our own ideas are limited. Not only do we not have enough agency on our own to pull off a big idea, but we're also incapable of seeing how big that idea could be. I don't think creativity can happen in a vacuum. Like, I know that some artists work that way, but I know I don't. That's Bethany Bowles, a children's TV producer. So I've always operated my best when I have an incredible team to work with because no one person is amazing at everything. If you really want to make a living as a creator, it could be that the most important thing you can create is great relationships. Listen to Alicia Chesser's story. She's a writer and a choreographer. So trust 
in the relationship that develops through the process becomes right. really important. Yeah. The relationship of integrity, honesty, openness, mm. willingness, um, courage, those are like old-fashioned virtues that you really get to practice when you're working intimately with somebody on something. And those are the exact kind of, kind of virtues that I want to be in my work. If collaboration is so important, what stops us from collaborating? Artist Jose Corona explains that it's kind of a mess. Collaboration, you know, it's very like, people think of it as like this kumbaya situation, like, mm -hmm. oh my God, and then together we went and conquered or whatever, you know? It's not like that. I think you hit yeah. it right on the head with like, it's messy, it's, you know, there's there's no rules, like you said, and so establishing even the parameters of uh, where the people that are coming together, like that uh, we understand our roles, that we understand their contributions. So we can't talk about collaboration unless we're gonna talk about competition. One of the ways to have the tallest building in town is to build the tallest building in town. A faster way to have the tallest building in town is to knock everybody else's building down. I think about Margaret Heffernan's TED Talk. An evolutionary biologist at Purdue University named William Muir studied chickens. He was interested in productivity. I think it's something that concerns all of us. But it's easy to measure in chickens because you just count the eggs. <laughs> he wanted to know what could make his chickens more productive, so he devised a beautiful experiment. Chickens live in groups, so first of all, he selected just an average flock, and he let it alone for six generations. But then he created a second group of the individually most productive chickens. You could call them super chickens. And he put them together in a super flock. And each generation, he selected only the most productive for breeding. After six generations had passed, what did he find? Well, the first group, the average group, was doing just fine. They were all plump and fully feathered, and egg production had increased dramatically. What about the second group? Well, all but three were dead. They'd pecked the rest to death. The individually productive chickens had only achieved their success by suppressing the productivity of the rest. A hater is someone who knocks other people down instead of building themselves up. If you're feeling like you can't work with other people, if you're feeling like they will steal your ideas or they'll run somewhere with your idea that you don't want to go to, just understand that that's not your creativity talking and that's not a good business mindset. What that is called is a beef, right? A beef is unhealthy competition that is zero sum. You're not trying to add value or create value. You're trying to take value from someone else. You're fighting over what you think is a limited resource, but you're actually dwindling the existing resources. And a beef is personal, right? It's no longer professional whatsoever. And it's spiteful. It means that you would be willing to hurt yourself in order to hurt the other party more. Artists tend to be a little solitary because they may be doing the artwork for um, a very personal reason. You just heard from April McInerney, 
an artist who expressed what so many artists came into the mobile incubator to express. Fear of not meeting up to the same standards of other people, uh, fear of uh, somebody else's work being better than theirs. Um. That fear causes us to lay waste to our creative ecosystem. Another interview we did was with Cecilia Wessinger. She's an entrepreneurial ecosystem builder, or a people curator, as she likes to call it. Cecilia shared how she believes that we can stop trying to be better than other creators, and instead, we can create connections. When the collaboration gets hard, a lot of it becomes things like uh, the, the ownership part. Mm -hmm. And I think that it usually comes from um, a sense of fear mm. and the unknown yeah. and, and insecurity because yeah. you don't know what's going to happen mm -hmm. and you don't know if there's a seat for you at the table. Right. But then who owns the table and why don't you mm -hmm. just build another table mm. and why don't mm -hmm. we build tables together? Um, mm. And then there's a lot of talk about transparency and and... I, I like to get away from the words like transparency because I think that it's about visibility. So what is a healthy mindset around collaboration? The answer might be found in Dragon Ball Z. Here's poet Fatodi M. Shairi. The reason I'm bringing Dragon Ball Z up is... Yeah. Super Saiyans, whenever they get defeated, they're in competition. Whenever they get defeated, they don't feel defeated. It's like, okay, he's stronger or she's stronger. Now I know that there's another level that I have to aspire to, so they train harder, mm. reach that level. So that's how I feel about it. If you're mm. good, yeah, I don't have to tear you down. Mm. It doesn't have to be a tearing down mm. part of the competition. It could be, mm. oh, this person is great. I feel that um, I don't have to tear anybody down to be better. There's a great quote from Lao Tzu, says, because she is in competition with herself, no one can compete with her. But what if you have someone who's making the same thing as you, right? What if someone's creating, literally creating, the same exact creation that you're creating? What do you do then, Lucas? If someone truly is making the exact same thing that you wanna make, and they're a step ahead of you or a step behind you, I don't care. If they are truly making the same thing as you, I have a challenge for you. I want you to join them. I want you to reach out to them immediately. Pause this podcast if you have to. Get a hold of them and say, hey, it seems like you and I are passionate about the same exact thing. It seems that you and I are passionate about the same exact people. It seems that you and I take the same exact tone with the things we do. Are we meant to work together? Could we do something bigger together than we could do alone? I was at Cane's and I was doing an event called Shining the Light and it was about brain injury. Uh, it was the starting of a brain injury um, foundation. That's Rainbow or Rainbow Girl, an artist in Tulsa who is passionate about involving people in her work. And uh, got asked to do a live painting for it and um, I didn't want to do it by myself. I wanted to include the audience in that process. It was a really awesome night. I, like, I probably went home and cried. A lot of brain injury survivors started coming up and painting on it. By the end of the night, it was just kind of this 
collaboration. I mean, I was directing it, you know, but it was a piece that was created by everybody there. So it opened me up to this reality, like this is, I, I definitely need to be here because it's, we need this. I cry, you know. The whole process was very spiritual. So a competitive mindset can be an incredibly driving force in our life, but a collaborative mindset can always do something bigger. You know, with a lot of us, we are, we are protective of our creativity, like it's our child. Written Quincy is a poet, an artist, and activist in Tulsa. And Quincy talked about how often we are so protective of our art, of our creation, that oftentimes we cut it off from the resources and from the people that could nourish it. Right? We are very like uber like protective. Like you don't want your baby to, you know, to be affected by other stimulus, you know what I'm saying? Or, or even elements. Yeah, yeah. Even if you've never had a child, it's just like you just don't, you're so protective. Of, of your baby, right? That you don't want it to be touched by the elements. It's like the elements are good. You know, I get it, be protective, but at the same time, uh, let your baby influence. Cause you don't want nobody biting your shit, or stealing your shit, right? You don't, but at the same time, let it go enough to where somebody could be influenced. At the end of our weekend in Tulsa, we were about to pack up the mobile incubator and roll it away from AHA's building in downtown. And then suddenly a man came down the street with a cane, walking slow, walking with purpose. And he came up and he said, Hi, my name is Will Hill and I'm a storyteller. And I said, Will, could you tell us a story about collaboration? And he said, I know just the story. Mabohejus, old timers say that once a long time ago, the sun grew so hot that all the water dried up. All the streams and the lakes, they dried up. There was not one drop of water that could be found. So all the animals, they got together and they said, we need a well. So all great animals, they were called upon to use their powers and what they knew to help bring about this well. So they say they called upon Ijo, the deer. He took his antlers and he began to plow into the earth, while other animals, such as the mole, who were used to living in the soil, they helped carry away the extra dirt. The bear, he began to plow with his great claws into the earth, until one after one, every animal using their own talents combined, began to bring forth the earth. And at one point, they hit water, and pretty soon, life-sustaining, refreshing water filled up their little well, and they were really happy. And we use all of our talents, the old-timers say, and we work together. Good things come about. Mado. This podcast is a massive collaboration and wouldn't be at all possible without the extra rad squad of passionate people. Big, ultra, mega thanks to the team over at AHA Tulsa, our sponsors for this episode. Thank you to the executive director, Holly Becker. Thank you to Amber Litwack for championing me and the mobile incubator. Thank you to Lauren Teague for casting a lot of those interviews you heard. 
And gosh golly, thank you to Caitlin Turner for her unequaled skills as a hustle mascot. Uh, She even has the tattoo to prove that. I want to thank the Culture Hustlers work-study students who made this podcast possible. Thank you to J.P. Morrison Lands in Tulsa who gave us a fat parking spot for the mobile incubator at a ranch. Big thanks to Angel Rose for their sound design and incredible hosting skills. Angel is amazing at holding space for people. Super thanks to Edwin Ruiz who recorded the audio. Edwin also directed a documentary version of this podcast that you can check out on our YouTube. Also check out our stories on Instagram and Facebook. And of course, there's more podcasts on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Culture Hustlers is a member of the Hub and Spoke Podcast Collective. And if you like this episode and collaboration, I want you to check out my friend Erica's podcast on how to manage 120 teenage creators. Just search for Rumble Strip on your favorite podcast app and listen to the episode Summer Musical. Our music today is by Poddington Bear, Young Carts, Stay Loose by Mountain, Emily Sprague, and our theme is by the very talented. If you want to learn more about how to make a living while making art, apply to our cohort where we learn business together with new cohorts starting every four months. And if you need help with tuition, well, we have work study. You can help make this podcast in the documentary series in order to work down your tuition. If you're interested, head on over to culturehustlers.com to check that out. This is Lucas Spivey wishing you lots of love from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Hub and Spoke. Audio Collective.